Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. It's Wednesday, October 26, 2022. I'm your host, Alex Jones. And I'm about to play in the next segment a clip of Yuval Noah Harari, the high priest of the World Economic Forum. That's what they call him, laying out their ultimate in-game secret. They are engineering the artificial collapse of human civilization. And the, quote, elites, as he calls himself and the other globalists, are going to extract the technological know-how and resources of human Earth while they cut it off from us to build undersea, underground, and space-based redoubts that will protect them from the organized collapse of civilization. And that's what the COVID release was, was a beta test of far more deadly bioweapons they're planning to release. Remember, Ian Fleming was number two in the OSS and very high level in MI6 after World War II. And he wrote the James Bond books. And one of them was Moon Raker before we even go into space. And in it, he described a group of mad scientists that want depopulation building a space station they can go to while on Earth, a deadly bioweapon is released that will kill all life on Earth. They can then return with all the best genetic specimens and the Earth will be basically like a national park for them. We've now seen statements like this out of Jeff Bezos. We've now seen statements like this out of basically all of the globalists except Elon Musk, who says he wants a pro-human future, and he's actually more and more moving towards our direction of standing against it. I don't know if he's hedging his bets, but regardless, he's saying and doing the right things. But all of them, from Bill Gates to Klaus Schwab to Tim Cook, are espousing this. This is their transhumanist religion. So when we come back from break, we are going to play the latest clip of Yuval Noah Harari spilling his guts to the world and admitting the plan. And it's not just what Harari is saying. All the major globalist publications and television programs, both fiction and nonfiction, promote a world without humans and how great it's going to be and how we're bad for the planet and how this cataclysm is coming sometime after 2030 and our population's got to be reduced. So what they're doing is corralling us, locking us down, taking away our resources, turning us against each other while they build what they believe an accelerated path of evolution to merge with cybernetic systems and genetic engineering systems to become, quote, gods. You've all heard Harari make similar statements to that where he actually says we are going to be gods. Ray Kurzweil, the head futurist at Google, says I don't believe in God yet, but I'm going to become a god. But for them to become a god, they must play god and artificially create a cascade of cataclysms or Armageddons that lead to this planetary crisis out of which they build their breakaway civilization or their Noah's arcs, not ark, arcs to separate themselves from humanity. They believe it is their evolutionary job to cull us and to carry this out. And that if we're too stupid when they publicly admit their plans to speak out against them and to resist them and to build a, a, a different cosmology for a different future, if we don't lay out other ideas and other destinies for people to get behind, 
we then cede the entire brain trust in future to these monsters. This could not be a more important issue. This is the central issue of the elite capture. Yes, the mega corporations of the world are allied with communist China. Yes, they control the media. Yes, they control most academia and the banks. And yes, they are selling us that we deserve to die and that this is just part of a foregone conclusion, a self-fulfilling prophecy that for them to transcend, we must die. They are self-appointed doing what Hitler did, but on a much wider, more complex scale. And that's why they're dividing us. That's why they're poisoning us. That's why they're dumbing us down. That's why they're trying to destroy all the educational systems, turn us into a bunch of mindless idiots so that we don't contend for them for the future. This is a war for the future, a war for the world, a war for the species. We are at the crossroads. Thank you for joining us on this live Wednesday broadcast. We're going to go to break. I'm going to come back and lay all of this critical information out. Nothing is more important than this information. Stay with us. Mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. It's Wednesday, October 26, 2022. I'm your host, Alex Jones. And I'm about to lay out the most important information on this planet. Without a doubt. This is the most central, critical information facing not just our species, but all life on this planet. The globalists are transhumanist technocrats who believe they are forcing an accelerated evolution of humanity into a new ubermension or super species that is a hybridized homo sapien sapien merged with new biotech and cybernetic forms of life and they believe they are the guardians of this planet and to step into that position they need to play god and need to carry out the forced depopulation of at least 90 percent of earth now i've been talking about this for 28 years on air because i've been reading their own reports their own books their own white papers and watching their speeches on c-span and now we've gone from this being a very esoteric thing decades ago to being out in the open because they're going from testing phase or beta phase into operational phase. And we've played a lot of clips here on air of the high priest of the World Economic Forum, a medieval studies professor, Yuval Noah Harari, who did not come up with any of these ideas himself. They're actually the ideas of Julian Huxley and others that first founded the transhumanist movement after World War II, changing the name from the World Eugenics Society to the World Transhumanist Society to forcibly take control of what they believe is human evolution and again, merge humans with advanced biotech and machines. But before that process can be carried out, they have to step into the evolutionary position uh, of God, in their words, and direct the direction uh, of human development. There's a new clip of Noah Yuval Harari that we're about to play in a moment where he explains the big secret of secrets. The general public's not going to make it. The general public's going to be destroyed in a cataclysm, in a flood-like event that they're going to orchestrate and implement, and that the elites will then steal all the technological development 
and ideas of humanity to build their escape ship off of the earth. Now, national media in the last 20 years made a lot of fun of me when I explained that interdimensional off-world influence, the Bible tells us is Satan, is manipulating humans here on the planet to build a escape system to get off the planet in which this interdimensional entity is trapped in a vortex. And that we are actually more advanced than this fallen species that's more robotic the way it's described in the Bible. And that it is, uh, again, seeking to manipulate us into building uh, this, this new system that it can then escape with. Now, again, this sounds completely fantastical and wild, but you'll notice now in a moment that Yuval Harari says exactly that, that the elites are going to break away from humanity, become a new species, and escape in a new Noah's Ark from humanity. The reason I've been laying this out for years is studying their documents, their reports. This is actually what they believe. That's why we've seen Elon Musk begin to break with these globalists and openly say, beware those that worship AI gods and those that believe they're gonna become AI gods because they've made the decision that you don't deserve to go into the future and they've made the decision that they're gonna direct every facet of not just human life, but all life on this planet. Here is the short 56 second clip of Harari laying out their plan. You have a small elite that, um, that pushes things in its own interests, even if it doesn't benefit the vast majority of the population. This has happened so many times previously in history, and it's probably going to happen again. Um, the, one of the biggest dangers to the planet today is this technological utopia, because probably for the elite, it will work. If bad comes to worse, then when the flood comes, the scientists will build a Noah's Ark for the elite, leaving the rest to drown, the rest of the people and then the rest of the, of the ecosystem. But they are likely to be able to construct this technological Noah's Ark, which is probably what much of the elite is, is counting on. There are countless other clips we've played of Harari that I would remind you of. Just a few months ago, he said, he doesn't believe in God, but that we're going to become gods, similar to what Ray Kurzweil and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and others have said, this is their transhumanist cult. This is their get out of jail free card, live forever system. This is their, this is their ethos. This is their, this is their religion. And when you study the Bible and you study other ancient texts from Mesopotamia uh, and other areas of the world, it's the same story repeated over and over and over again. That's why in the movie Prometheus, uh, in the prequel to the Alien series, you see the same Anunnaki line coming to Earth, creating humans, and then deciding to come back and destroy us. When in the Bible it says that God, who also created the Anunnaki and us, decided to destroy the Anunnaki and most of the humans on earth because they were manipulating the genetics of humans. Now you can say, well, that's just a book or you know, that was written in ancient times. Who knows if the Sumerians or the Israelites or before them the Jews were correct. But regardless, the globalists are manifesting everything that's in the Bible and everything that's in the Sumerian text and everything that's in the Vedic text that are over 3,000 years old from India. It's, it's all the same story. They believe it. They know it. That's why... Revelation, 
written by John the Revelator in the Isle of Patmos 2,000 years ago is being followed exactly with a world government, three global regions, 10 sub-regions, a mark in the forehead and hand to buy and sell. Uh, everything in there describes how everyone on earth will be able to watch the beast when it communicates to them and gives the public orders and engages in signs and wonders and cures the sick and ends war and brings in global peace, but only for a very, very short time. And that is the AI system of the beast system that serves the Antichrist. So pull back and look at Yuval Noah Harari and all of his different statements. And if you put them together, and read his books and, and, and watch his speeches, it's everything the Bible says. He even quotes the Bible. But he's put himself and the other globalists in the place of God who are building this technological Noah's Ark or breakaway civilization to separate themselves from us. While they teach us we're failed, while they teach us that we've got to die to save the earth, while they go after our life force, our self-preservation instinct, so that we will stand down not create our own dreams, our own ideas, and hand total control of these monsters to the future development of our species. They know there have been previous cataclysms on this planet, and now they're trying to artificially create a cascade of cataclysms where they position themselves as God and basically manipulate humanity into the idea that we deserve to be destroyed and starved to death and hit with radiologicals and 5G and bioweapons because we are bad for the earth. That the viruses don't come out of labs, they come out of the jungles because of global warming. These people are self-appointed globalist control freaks, hell-bent and completely dedicated to ensuring that none of us are able to make decisions about the future development of our species. When we come back, I'm gonna lay out the ways we can expose these people and stop them. The answer to 1984 is 1776. InfoWars has been banned. Arrested. Attacked and threatened. Because we are effective. The Great Awakening is here. Go to band.video. Download the videos and share. Support the information war at InfoWarStore.com. And never give up the fight. and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. 
Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us on this live Wednesday broadcast. Owen Schroyer and a ton of news and analysis is coming up here in the next segment, but I wanted to continue with the most important issue in the world. This is a spiritual battle. There is good and evil in the universe. Humans are made in the image of God. Whatever we envision, given enough time and energy, we're able to build. Uh, think how far humans have come the last six, 7,000 years. Think about how far we can go. And the globalists know this, and they're in a race to control the future and create a new dark age for the general public or a Hunger Games type scenario where a massively depopulated group of serfs live basically in subsistence level uh, dark age farming systems uh, for the controllers and the controllers live in high tech compact cities and then build off world space bases uh, and more. So they've decided to take control of human development. They've decided to try to steal the future from humanity, while at the same time selling us a cosmology and a self-fulfilling prophecy that we're bad and we're evil and we're ugly and we need to abdicate our responsibility and our will and turn it over to sickening control freaks like Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and Yuval Noah Harari. If you just joined us last segment, I played the clip, and it's just one of hundreds where he openly declares that the elite is gonna break away using the science and technology we have and the resources of humanity and build an Elysium field type or Moonraker type scenario where they are exempt from the hell they rain down on us. That we are simply here extracting resources from the earth to provide them with the science, the technology and the know-how so they can escape their own system that they have helped develop. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a revelation writ large out in the open for the whole world to see. Because what the mainline churches don't teach you and what you don't see anywhere but in the globalist-owned admissions is what the Antichrist system is actually trying to build. They want 
to be God. They want to go interplanetary. They want to go interstellar. They want to go intergalactic. They want to go interdimensional with the CERN superconducting super collider cyclotron with their fission fusion artificial suns and black holes they're creating. They are endangering the whole planet, rolling the dice in the attempt to become gods. They've already set themselves up in the position of playing God to decide who lives and who dies. Think of what they've just done in the last three years, cooking up a deadly virus, releasing the virus, then giving people deadly shots that create artificial nanotech clots in the body, massive increase in death. Conservatively, more than 10 million worldwide have died from the injections and they're just getting started. But because they see us as animals, and because we act like animals, many of us, and don't organize and fight back against them, they believe it is their right and their duty to carry this out because it is social Darwinism, survival of the fittest. They believe they're filling the predator role in culling the useless eaters. But the good news is this. They thought they'd still have us in lockdown. They thought they'd still be rolling out forced injections. They thought the public would buckle. They thought their censorship would suppress those of us that were aware of what they were doing and that they would be far, far further ahead than they are now. In fact, they've been fought to a standstill, a stalemate, and all over the world, from Sweden to Canada to Australia to Brazil, to the UK, to the US, leaders are rising and getting elected that are breaking with the WEF, breaking with the globalist agenda, breaking with the Great Reset and saying no to it over and over again. Here's just one great example. The new prime minister, the new prime minister, ladies and gentlemen, in Sweden came out, oof, Christensen, and says they're getting rid of their environment ministry that works with the UN and the WEF, and they're ending all the restrictions on farming, on methane, on carbon, and everything else. And he came out and said it's all a fraud to control society and create serfs and slaves. Let me give you the name of the headline so you can find it from Armstrong Economics. Sweden will not meet Agenda 2030. And there are just so many countless examples of that just today, but I wanted to give you just one. My friends, our situation is far from hopeless. They would need, as I say every day, to be censoring and attacking and suing and threatening and indicting patriot, pro-human, pro-God, pro-family, pro-Earth individuals if we were defeated. In fact, we are far from defeated. We are promoting truth and justice and prosperity and chivalry and honor and real human competition that makes us stronger and makes us thrive so that the best of us can raise the rest of us up. The rising tide raises all ships. If you look at the evil corrupt, degenerate Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari and the rest of them, like Ray Kurzweil, they are degenerate, gross, ugly, sickening, parasitic individuals that have quite literally made a deal with the devil for what they believe will be artificial immortality in a matrix-like system they're building. That's their promise of artificial life. But everything, just like their shots, and just like all their other systems is a fraud, it doesn't work. It's a scam. They're never going to give us access to the technology that our brain trust actually created. They will only give us access to poisoned, twisted systems that lower us 
and bring us closer to their spiritual wavelength and remove us from God. Because if we're connected to God and the infinite, we will be given a blueprint, we will be given a residence, we will be given a transmission by what the Bible calls the Holy Spirit to be able to have discernment and transcend the enemy's plan and actually build God's plan here on earth, heaven on earth. Revelation will be fulfilled, Daniel will be fulfilled, Ezekiel will be fulfilled, all of it will be fulfilled. The Antichrist will arise, we will have a technocracy. A large portion of the planet will be killed. Satan will then be bound and defeated for a thousand years and let loose yet again for a short time to test the faithful yet again. Then at that point, this entire dimension, we think of as the third dimension, that is not a simulation, but is a artificial creation of God for us to be able to be tested, will be rolled up from its four corners like a scroll and will be disappeared into eternity. And we will go forward with God into infinity. Now, if that isn't heavy, I don't know what is. And the globalists know it's true. They're attempting to fill the void they see uh, and, and be God and carry out and execute God's plan. Just as the Bible says, Satan is actually fulfilling God's plan and Satan even knows it. Satan simply wants to take as many souls as he can with him again in a hope that someday in some eon into the infinity, they will somehow be able to break away and escape to another artificial dimension uh, from the system God's created. They are trying to run from God. We must run towards God. This is the truth. Noah, Yuval Harari, and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab are not God. In fact, they're the opposite of God. They are disconnected from God. And by reaching out to God, we can and will transcend them. We must choose God or Satan. The choice is yours. Even not making a choice is a choice. We'll be right back. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Once a trap. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones.
If you just joined us here on this live Wednesday broadcast, I want to invite you to go to the archives at man.video later today. Once the analysis I just laid out is posted, it's only about 25 minutes long. And it's so important. Whether you believe the globalists are going to be successful or not in creating the system they say they're building, and they are building it, it's so central to understand that it's a nightmare authoritarian world where full control is taken over human development and human evolution, in their words, to not empower humanity, but to depopulate the vast majority of us and on its ashes build their world government technocracy where they believe they're going to be gods. They have decided to bring down civilization as we know it. And the adherents, the cult members that join this system and go along with it, believe they're about to be given everlasting artificial life and be gods. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a psychotic cult of transhumanists is setting up a planetary world government and their holy grail is life extension technology. I cover it in my film, Endgame, made in 2007. And it's more pertinent today because their agenda is now out of the open. That's why I ask listeners to realize that this broadcast is so important in the fight against these people because we have their battle plan, we have their number, we have their MO their modus operandi, and we know how to stop them. That's why the corporate media, the globalist left wing, uh, the, the technocracy absolutely hate us because they want the public blissfully distracted by Netflix and sports and all the entertainment, not realizing that a forced planetary collapse and a new dark age is being implemented as we speak. That's why I want to thank the long-term listeners and viewers and also all the new viewers that are tuning in. Because without you, humanity literally would not have a fighting chance. That's why it's important to take time out to thank the crew, all of our AM and FM affiliates, our TV affiliates, our sponsors, our listeners and viewers particularly, and all the prominent people that now realize that our analysis has been dead on and understand that the globalists are coming after us because we're on to something. We're on to the New World Order agenda and we know how to stop it. Not just resisting their agenda, not just exposing their agenda, not just warning the public about their operations, but also promoting a better system that's pro-human, that's based on truth and justice and, and God and family and competition. I'm about to hand the baton to Owen Schroyer and the big broadcast he's got lined up today, but I just wanna encourage listeners again to let it sink in that you're the reason InfoWars is still here despite the desperate globalist attacks and that they're far from all powerful. And that when you take action, nothing can stop you. So please, take advantage in the last few days we've got, it ends on Friday, of the biggest sale of the year. 40 to 50% off store-wide with an additional 10% off with promo code 1776. Promo code 1776 at checkout, an additional 10% off right off the top. And ladies and gentlemen, double Patriot points. That's 10% off as well on your next order. Everybody should be on X3. If you don't know what it is, go look into triiodine. Nobody else has got it. It's the game changer, the missing link. Vitamin mineral fusion, all the vitamins, all the minerals, all the amino acids, everything you need. So many of the problems out there are caused by deficiencies. These are organic, high quality vitamins and minerals, amino acids. It's 50% off as well. So is X3. So is 
the other great products like DNA Force Plus with the PQQ, the CoQ10, and so much more. They're all 50% off with an additional 10% off with promo code 1776. Get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset, The War for the World at InfoWarsTore.com or get a signed copy, which is a fundraiser. Again, 10% off with promo code 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. But whatever you do, Continue to share the live feeds, the articles, the videos. That's how we override the censors. I know you know that, but I wanted that to consciously burn into your brain to realize how incredibly important you are in this fight because the propaganda would not be necessary if the situation was hopeless. That's why they're so desperate to suppress us, and we're beginning to turn the tide, not just here in America, but around the world. So please take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. Up to 60% off the promo code 1776 or call toll free 888 253 3139. 888 253 3139. When you call, be sure and use promo code 1776 as well for additional 10% off. Now I hand the baton to Owen Schroyer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now live inside the InfoWars World Headquarters here in Austin, Texas with you today. And let me just kind of reset the transmission here and tell you what's coming up. We are going to be joined in the next hour and for the hour by Steve Bannon and Jack Posobiec to talk about all kinds of midterm election issues, specifically the debates that have just happened where Fetterman was just an unmitigated disaster. And the only defense that the Democrat media collusion has is oh he's a victim of a stroke oh he's recovering from a stroke so before it was he's fine it's no problem his health is fine then you see the debate last night and the disaster that Fetterman is and it's well he's recovering from a stroke and that's basically all they can do to promote him but every poll had Oz winning last night's debate in a landslide folks if you watched it I mean you know how bad it was there's really no words to describe it's actually sad it's actually quite sad. From from the beginning to the end of the hour-long debate, Fetterman was just not well. Just not well at all. So we'll be talking about that. I'm going to come back and talk about some of the latest vaccine news. We also have some internet censorship news. There were some big legal developments, I guess you could say. Or rather... Um, you had Daryl Brooks found guilty on all accounts. That just happened moments ago. Daryl Brooks guilty on all accounts. The Waukesha massacre. Now, you notice you didn't have mainstream media foaming at the mouth over that story. You didn't have the cameras rolling in the courtroom 24-7. Why is that? Why wasn't more attention paid to the Waukesha massacre killer? Oh, because he was a radicalized leftist. A radicalized leftist. And so... He can't be covered. He can't be talked about when he killed six white people and ran over 70-plus people in an intentional race-based, political-based attack. Oh, no, I'm sure it was just a coincidence. How dare I say that? Well, he was found guilty, but there was another school shooting that happened in St. Louis this week that you didn't really hear about either. Now, why would that be? Also, some of the big... Crime wave news that's so important ahead of the midterms as well, where you have stores in Philadelphia and Los Angeles and San Francisco and Chicago and New York City saying, 
We're closing our doors permanently. It's too dangerous here. So that's going to be coming up as well. We've got some border news we'll be covering. Oh, and also, Greg Manorino is going to be joining me in the third hour to discuss some of the latest economic news with the bond market instability, U.S. dollar, the lie that low rates are the cause for inflation, the rising possibility of false flags, specifically with the developments in Ukraine between Russia, Ukraine, and the United States that are embedded in that war. They're just now admitting it. It's been going on for months, but now they're telling you that that's what's going on. So imagine what they have planned next. So you can imagine six months ago, the U.S. was already boots on the ground. Now they're telling you that. So what are they doing now that you're going to learn about six months from now or perhaps less? So all of that coming up here on the Alex Jones show. But when we come back, I'll get into some of the vaccine news as Joe Biden just got his fifth vaccine. They claim you believe that fifth fifth booster for Joe telling you it's time to get yours. But some new vaccine data has even the Washington Post alarmed. I don't promote things unless they really work. When it comes to politics or culture, economics, we are always the cutting edge, the tip of the spear. And when we talk about the products at InfoWarsStore.com, they all blow you away. If you'll just take them, if you'll just try them, I know you'll be repeat customers. And finally, one of our best-selling products, sold out for months, is back in stock. It's X3. It's all three types of the very best atomic iodine out there that supercharges your energy, your stamina, your libido, and number one, your immune system. So X3, despite the fact it's a run on iodine, is still on sale at 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And it funds the InfoWar, which is a 360 win. If you've not experienced the power of iodine, it takes two weeks to kick in on average. You've got to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get X3 50% off. X3 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com, and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. There's Joe Biden getting 
his fifth booster. At least that's what they're claiming here. Now you see the propaganda. Oh, there's the doctor with the mask on. He's got to wear the mask. Just to remind you to be in fear. And you need your face muzzle. Joe Biden allegedly getting his fifth COVID vaccine. If you believe that, I have a hard time actually believing that. They know a fifth vaccine. I mean, you got to be up to probably a 25% chance after vaccine number five to have a life-altering side effect. Although, who knows? Joe Biden did say he could drop dead any day now. Maybe he was referencing the vaccine they were about to hit him with. But actually, if you go back to the clip, you can hear the audio is really low, but you can hear in the clip. Joe Biden is asked because, you know, the media doesn't get any access to the president. He's 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 hidden. He's protected. And so this was some of the only time the media had access to him to ask about the Saudi Arabia situation to which he responded, get the shot. And so, guys, let's 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 pull up the audio. It's going to need some serious boost, but you might as well just hear it. Uh, so here's here's Joe Biden getting his fifth booster shot. And then uh, since the media can't get any access, except when he's in the fake White House, by the way, that's that's him in the fake White House basement, the little TV studio they have set up. They don't they don't actually want media in the White House. Sir, do you think it was a mistake for New York to work? So it's yeah, here we go. Sir, do you think it was a mistake for New York to work? So she asks, what, what is your thought on the Saudis and the oil problem that you have? Oh, get your COVID shot, as he laughs. Get your COVID shot. That's the answer to everything. It's the answer to every problem in the history of mankind. Just get your COVID shot, damn it. But if you can't see how this is obvious propaganda, here's the president's Twitter account, I guess, after Joe got the injection there. And it's a picture of him smiling, pointing at his arm on the injection site. And then it's a picture he's apparently FaceTiming here with Anthony Fauci. And um, I, I, I forget the other gentleman's name. Big, big vaccine promoter there in the Biden administration. Yeah, that's that's such clear propaganda. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. Way to go, Joe. You did it. Your fifth vaccine. Yeah. And how sick is it? They promote this to Americans. As if it's safe and effective when it's neither. And I would be surprised if he actually took the real COVID vaccine. I would be surprised if that's the case. Oh, Fauci giving you the thumbs up. And Biden's other health director giving you the thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great, man. Yeah, get that vaccine. Yeah. Just 50,000 dead from it that we know of. Vivek Murphy. That's the guy's name. Thank you, crew. Yeah, just 7.7% of the people that get it have a life-altering side effect. Yeah. Get that vax. Get that vax. But okay, here's some of the post-vax press conference moments. And so we're, we're, we're rehashing this argument. Remember the winter of death? Joe Biden said it would be a winter of death for the unvaccinated. Uh, that was a lie. But here he is rebranding that in clip D saying you better get your shots. The people that don't, well, it's not going to be good for you. Virtually every COVID death in America is preventable. Virtually everyone. Almost everyone who will die from COVID this year will not be up to date on their shots or they will not have taken Paxlovid when they got sick. So he's just lying. 
In fact, the data is the exact opposite. Most of the COVID deaths are vaccinated people. In fact, it's like 90% now. 90% of COVID deaths are from individuals that are vaccinated. So just an outright lie. But hey, maybe you're not falling for the propaganda. Maybe a bribe. Hmm? How about a little bribe to get you to join this, join the vax side? How about a little bribe? Here's, here's Biden bribing the American people to get the vaccine in clip C. Get the shot. Five, ten, twenty dollars off the, your drugstore grocery purchase next or grocery purchase <laughs> next time at the same time you get the shot. This is they're all laughing. They're all laughing at you. It's such a joke at this point. Joe Biden can't say it with a straight face. When he's talking, the people behind him are laughing. This is all a joke. It is all a big fat joke. They know the vaccine is not safe, not effective, and here they are pushing it to you, laughing in your face thinking the American people are so stupid that they won't know any better. But the American people do know better, and sadly, many of them have learned to know better. And COVID, or the vaccine, has, has been the red pill to swallow to learn better. But the Washington Post, who you know, the liberal Washington Post, loves to make everything about race. Normally, you'd, you'd call that a racist And they're confused because, remember, they were saying how COVID disproportionately affects black Americans. And so, therefore, it's a more serious problem. But now the data doesn't actually bear that out. And they're concerned. The post-analysis found that black deaths declined while white deaths never eased until the mortality gap flipped. Because it's all about race, because that's what racists care about. From the end of October through the end of December 2021, white people died at a higher rate than black people did, the Post found. What? White death rates have risen compared with others? What could this be? We can't have white people as the biggest victim of anything. Blacks must be the biggest victim. Or Jews must be the biggest victim. Or the Palestinians. Not the whites. It's the minorities. Oh, no. What could it be? Whites now more likely to die from COVID than blacks. Why the pandemic shifted? Well, there's a thing about that, actually. In a study, latest data on COVID-19 vaccinations by race and ethnicity. Mm -hmm. And so let's go into the study here. And let's see what they found. Black and Hispanic people have been less likely than their white counterparts to receive a vaccine. Ah. Ah, okay. So we now know what it is then. Why are white people dying more than black people? That can't be the case. The Washington Post always says it's black people that are the biggest victim. And then I guess brown people, anybody but the whites... But, but now they see that the white people are the ones dying from COVID. And then you realize it's because the white people are the ones getting the vaccine. Yeah. So Joe Biden says, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to die from COVID. All of the data shows 90% of the COVID deaths are people that have been vaccinated. The Washington Post says, why aren't black people dying from COVID anymore? And the research data says, because black people aren't taking the vaccine. Isn't it fun? having to correct all the Democrat Party propaganda here every day. Isn't it fun? 
having to sort out all the mainstream fake news media propaganda, all the big pharmaceutical propaganda, CDC propaganda, Fauci propaganda every day. Isn't it fun? But of course, we were on the tip of the spear on this. We were on the leading edge on this, just like everything else here at InfoWars, while others were promoting the vaccine, like Ben Shapiro, who was not just promoting the vaccine, he was then shaming individuals like Elijah Schaefer, who were warning against taking the vaccine. This is Ben Shapiro. This is Ben Shapiro today, though. In fact, guys, let's just let's just play a brief moment of the clip. So here's here's Ben Shapiro. I believe we have it here, guys. Do we have the clip? Here's Ben Shapiro after telling you to take the vaccine, saying the vaccine is safe and effective, saying it should be mandated, and criticizing people that disagreed. Here's Ben Shapiro today. It is now perfectly clear that we were lied to. That we were oh. lied to, and we were lied to at a very high level from very, very early on. By okay. Both the All right, vaccine. that's enough. That's enough. Oh, it's now perfectly clear, guys. It's now perfectly clear because Ben Shapiro says so. It's now perfectly clear. He says Pfizer has now admitted they did not test whether the COVID vaccines prevented transmission before releasing them. No, that was always known. All of this was always known. But hey, Ben Shapiro being two years late, it's it's perfectly fine, but he's not going to apologize because he lied about it too. He's not going to apologize because he repeated the propaganda too. No, no, no. He's going to act like he's the one telling you the truth now. Yeah. Rand Paul demands answers over Vax Company PR firms embedded staff within CDC to promote vaccines. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, and they got their lobbyists too. And then and then Joe Biden says, we beat Big Pharma. Remember that? He says, we beat Big Pharma. Now go take your vaccine. Potential violation of HIPAA. Mother outraged after CDC called her for survey asking number of kids in the household eligible for vaccination. Yeah, because then they want to send their little minions out there to force inoculate your children. Don't you know that's how it works? Safe and effective, safe and effective. And then a year later, oops, not safe, not effective. But hey, it's mandated for kids and Joe Biden just got his fifth shot. So come on, join the club. X3. X3. It stands for triiodine. Or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know it's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 Triiodine, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. InfoWarsStore.com, X3. Well, really excited for this next hour of the Alex Jones Show because we're going to be joined by Steve Bannon and Jack Posobiec. In fact, we are joined by them right now, and we're going to be covering the debates that have been going on, specifically the big Senate debate between Fetterman and Oz, which was beyond a disaster for Fetterman, just just beyond a disaster. We'll, we'll, we'll play some of those clips coming up, but I bring in Steve Bannon and Jack Posobiec now. And and guys, let's just kind of give just a brief reaction 
to the debates, whether it's the Zeldin-Hochul debate and the Fetterman-Oz debate or just all the debates or in some cases lack thereof, just what's been your kind of initial response to this now 13 days from the midterm, Steve Bannon? Uh, well, first off, last night, Tudor Dixon took it to Whitmer and uh, Lee Zeldin took it to Hochul. And I think this is the issue. Every time you're on a debate stage with a MAGA Republican, they're bringing heat. And this is why people don't want to bait. This is why Josh Shapiro is not debating Mastriano. You know, uh, Posobiec's a son of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. For a place that has that much history, that means that much to the American people, all the way from the revolution, from the founding of the nation to the revolution, the Civil War down to the current day, it was, a, Owen, I think is nothing more than a humiliation. It shows you that, that how crass and cynical the the uh, the Democrats are. He's a guy who's very ill. I mean, we cover him as the cyborg because it's half man and half machine. And now you're seeing that they're complaining about that, Owen, that it wasn't done right. And we knew that was going to happen. That's a problem with having a cyborg. But I actually felt for the guy. He's he's seriously ill. He has a very tough, uh, you know, uh, rehab to go for him. And the Democrats are so callous uh, to put it out there. And Pasobic, I think, nailed it this morning on his Twitter that they want they want Shapiro to sneak in here without debating to win and then to appoint the wife to be the uh, to be the uh, senator. So, Jack, I know this had to hurt you last night being a son of Pennsylvania. No, Steve, that's exactly right. So what they're trying to do and Richard Barris actually just covered this on his show. But he said, look, if they can get both Democrats in by fortifying the election as hard as possible, the same way we've seen fortified elections before, what they'll do is John Fetterman. If he's elected, the plan is for him to not serve a single day in the United States Senate. They will appoint and they have a list of people. It's a short list. But of course, at the very top of that list, as I've and Steve, I've been saying this on War Room for months now. It's the wife. They want to appoint that. Think of it. She's endorsed and blue checked on Twitter as a verified (laughs) Twitter user as the second lady of Pennsylvania. Doug Mastriano the actual Republican candidate isn't even verified. We're the only statewide in Pennsylvania where Twitter won't allow this. And so we can see the fix has been in from the start. At the end of the day, Steve, I came on this program last week with Alex and I said, they're putting Fetterman up as a prototype. This isn't even about the election. They want to see if they can take someone whose mind has already been damaged and then combine them with this machine assistance in order to show a prototype of the technology, roll it out, and and for the transhumanist agenda. Now, I don't think the technology is there yet, as we saw last night. The technology ain't there, or you have to show that you need uh, you need the subject to be at a certain mental acuity, which, of course, Fetterman was not yet for the technology to be successful. So we didn't get that last night. We saw, and of course, we see him complaining. He's blaming it on the technology. He's blaming it on the system. But what are they doing? What are they doing in the midst of all of this? While we see Fetterman, while he's complaining about this, campaign's complaining about the system, the computer, they're normalizing the idea of candidates using computer assistance and computer technology uh, impacted directly into their minds, a mind-man merger on stage right before our eyes. They're normalizing this. They're normalizing it to the point where they're saying, oh, the computer was just malfunctioning, but it's totally normal for a candidate to be hooked up like this. Owen, Owen, this is, I know we got just a short segment here, but this is what they've been condemning Alex Jones as a conspiracy theory guy for for a decade, right? (laughs) 
Are we not seeing what Alex Jones has warned about? Last night, you saw a man-machine merger. It's just not closed caption. We had our transhumanist editor there, Joe Allen. It's a whole system to kind of make it right for his brain. And they complained this morning that the system wasn't set up correctly. They had the gall to complain that the uh, that the system they had, the man-machine merger. Yeah, oh, oops, was, oops. The president, the president just got us in a nuclear war because the system wasn't working. His brain implant wasn't working. Oh, oops, are bad. Sorry. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic, it's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. And we're joined here by the great Steve Bannon and Jack Posobiec. We're breaking down last night's debates, specifically what happened with the Fetterman-Oz debate. And folks, if you don't think it was that bad, it really was worse. Here is the opening statement from Fetterman, just an example of what a disaster last night was. Hi, good night, everybody. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. He's running to use Pennsylvania. Here's a man that spent more than $20 million of his own money to try to buy that seat. I'm also having to talk about something called the Oz rule, that if he's on TV, he's lying. He did that during his career on his TV show. He's done that during his campaign about lying about our record here. And he's also lying probably during this debate. And let's also talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate, mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm gonna keep coming back up. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about fighting for everyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down, that needs to get back up and fighting for all forgotten communities all across Pennsylvania that also got knocked down, that needs to keep, get back up. Okay, Uh, I mean, the fumbles, the stutters, admitting he's having problems. Steve Bannon, what did we just see there? That was, I mean, at the beginning, it was, um, it's so awful that you sit there and go, what what are they doing here? I mean, this guy can't can't have, and and, and look, if you look at the New York and Michigan debate, uh, and, and I think Tudor Dixon and Lee Zeldin crushed their Democratic opposition, right? Two sitting governors. But it was give and take. It was thrust and parry. They were at each other for the entire time. And Owen, quite frankly, something I want to get to, your last segment about the vaccines was a big part of both of those. But there you had people defending policy and other people, all of them. That's what a debate's supposed to be. What you saw last night was, was pathetic. It was beneath the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to have to watch that. And here's where I really got a problem with. Josh Shapiro has not come out. He's still hiding from Mastriano, and he will not come out and condemn what happened last night by the Democratic Party. Jack, you're a Pennsylvania voter. What did you see last night? Look, I, I saw it was disrespectful. It was disrespectful to John Fetterman, to his family, in a sense, though I know obviously his wife plays a huge role in this. Uh, and it was disrespectful to my family. It was disrespectful to the people of Pennsylvania, the people of our Commonwealth. Look, Pennsylvania is hurting right now. Whether you're looking at the fentanyl that's pouring into our state from all over the world, obviously across the southern border, coming directly from the Chinese Communist Party, 
whether it's the crime that's pouring out of Philadelphia, murdering children in our streets, coming out into the suburbs there from Philadelphia, people getting killed at football games, people getting uh, killed in the street there, and then nobody getting locked up over this. You see a massive amount of disrespect for the people of our state who are hurting because of these economic policies. And one of the big policies that did come up in terms of this was this idea of fracking. And should the people of Pennsylvania be able to utilize the resources that God bequeathed to them underneath the the very ground of the state itself, the Marcellus Shale Fine, the same as the Permian Basin, the Bracken Formation out west. Fetterman, when they asked him about this, you could tell that he forgot what he was supposed to say. He couldn't tell where he was. Well, Jack, he let's play the clip. Let's, 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 the clip. let's, let's give the, the evidence yeah. to what you're talking about and then respond. Here is the clip that Jack is talking about. Fetterman stumbling over the question on fracking. Clip two. Mr. Oz, I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking. But there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Oh, uh, I, I, I do support fracking and I don't I don't I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking. Okay, thank you, Mr. Okay, so obviously the answer was a bunch of fumbling. And, and, and Jack, to me, he got confused, I guess, at the beginning. He didn't even know the question was directed towards him. And then he knows that the left-wing ideology is banned fracking, but he knows he also can't say that on the debate stage. It would crush him. That's what I saw. What would you see? Yeah, my guess is that, and, and I'll, I'll put my, my analyst hat on here, is that he probably had a prepared statement that his campaign had given him. If I were staffing him, if I were a guy on the left, one of these operatives, I would have given him a prepared statement that kind of threaded the needle to say that, you know, we have to have resources, but it has to be safe and environmental. He completely went into vapor lock. That was like a flashing 404 error up on his head. And Look, Owen, when I just went up to Pennsylvania and I was in Erie, Pennsylvania, we talked about the Mastriano plan to build a Pennsylvania pipeline for that freedom gas straight up to Erie, another one out to to Philadelphia to put this Pennsylvania freedom gas out on the world market, actually be able to undercut OPEC and then ensure American energy dominance. It was the probably the biggest applause line that I got because we're talking six figure jobs that would be coming back to the people of Pennsylvania, whether you're a trucker, whether you're a worker, whether you're someone who can go and actually work on these sites. These are massive, massive. And then the secondary tertiary economic effects thereof in terms of utilizing this. Josh Shapiro, he wants to ban this. Uh, Fetterman, he's never been on the side of this. Um, The coal mining, of course, obviously, this would be a huge boon for Pennsylvania to actually start bringing this back. This is an agenda that it's not like the Dobbs decision. It's not like some of these other decisions that just kind of, you know, democracy is democracy at stake. What is that even mean? You can't put that in your fuel tank. You can't put that on your kitchen table and eat it at dinner time. You can't serve the Dobbs decision and democracy to your children. These are things that actually matter. People are starting to go. You go up to that northern tier of Pennsylvania. People can go to the dentist for the first time because the dentists are opening up in some of these small towns because that's how bad it's been since they shipped all of our manufacturing jobs, our steel jobs over to the Far East. That's how bad it's been. We can now bring it back with Mastriano and you have to stop Oz. You have to stop Shapiro in order to make this happen. Yeah, Steve, this has actually been one of your big issues uh, when you are specifically working with Trump 
was the jobs being sent out of America, specifically to China. And this is one of the agendas is ship the energy off it, offshore the energy too. We can bring the energy back. Look, that's a policy discussion. And we should have that. And the people of Pennsylvania should have that. That's not what we just saw. What we just saw is the cyborg had a malfunction. This is monumental. And that's why I think it's humiliating, but everybody in America should watch it. Pasovic just laid out a rational, and if you were in New York or if you were in Michigan, you had that thrust and parry of two conflicting ideas of what American industrial life should be and the economics around that. That's not what we just saw. What we just saw is the cyborg had a malfunction, okay, for whatever reason. And this is why it's a disgrace. This thing is at such a level, we can't even honor it to even put it up to having a policy discussion means that we're buying into the cyborg. And it's and, and, and I don't say that to try to hurt this guy's feelings or try to hurt people's feelings or hurt his family. This is something that's very dangerous. It showed last night. And to have the political class, oh, and this morning we woke up to the political class sitting there, oh, gosh, we didn't really know it was that bad. He's hidden it so much. That's a bald-faced lie. Pasovic has talked about this. He's been up there. He's talked about this on War Room for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Everybody knew the shape this guy was in, right? Everybody knew it. Everybody in the Democratic Party, all the media. And last night on MSNBC, the lead reporter for New York Magazine covering it, she went on and tried to make an excuse about how it was so amazing he was really countering ableism and he was up there. This is dangerous. You had man-machine merger, and what you just saw right there is the man-machine merger, the cyborg ma- malfunction on global television. Well, and, and we can't, because it's this difficult line that we walk now to where, hey, we're sympathetic, right? I mean, we're sympathetic. We don't like seeing somebody up there struggling like that. We don't want to see people in that position, but this is the country's future. This is our prosperity we're talking about here. So we have to tell the truth. John Fetterman is not even capable of having a debate, let alone being in the Senate. But it's, oh, see, but it's, Steve, you say that. It's like they had no idea how ill he was, but they all knew it. N- notice how they've changed their rhetoric now. Notice how the rhetoric today and this morning is, look at how brave Fetterman is. Look at how he's going up there knowing he'll be humiliated because of the after effects from a stroke. Wait a second. Two months ago, you were saying he was fine and there were no after effects. Now you're telling us to be sympathetic because he can't talk? Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. 
Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Next question you had for me in clip J. Person on this stage who's broken the law, we believe. John Fetterman took a shotgun, chased a unarmed African-American man and put the gun, apparently, according to that man, to his chest. John, you weren't pulled over by the police. Uh, they let you go. You were the mayor at the time. Why haven't you apologized to that unarmed, innocent black man who you put a shotgun to his chest? All right. We will allow a 30-second response to that, Mr. Fetterman, specifically what he was saying referring no. to the incident in Braddock. No. I, I made the opportunity to defend my community as the, the chief law enforcement officer there. Everybody in Braddock, uh, an overwhelming majority uh, community of, of black uh, community all understood what happened. You know, they uh, they understood what happened, and everybody agreed that. And nobody believes that it was anything about me making a split second decision to to defend our community as well. Why not apologize? Well, Jack, obviously, the hypocrisy here is uh, is pretty obvious, and and as inconsequential as that event may have been. You know the inconsistencies here. We know the incongruencies with applying that if, if let's say, any Republican, let alone Dr. Oz, would have done something similar, that would have been the end of their political career. But John Fetterman can just say, I did the right thing, uh, black, and he gets away with it. Well, I mean, look, you know, it's not hypocrisy, though, really. It's hierarchy. The idea that a Republican or a conservative can say anything, have their words twisted, have the way you pronounce words twisted, as I've had done to me, uh, they smear who they fear, right? This is nothing to do with whether or not someone is actually, uh, you know, you know, racist or not racist. What it has to do is power and control. Because in order to institute their agenda of total power and total control, they need people that are human sponges, mush minds like Fetterman in there in office. Look what they got in the Oval Office if you need any further indication of that or any further verification, because it's not about 
This guy isn't the one who's going to be pushing the button. This guy's not the one that's actually going to be weighing and measuring the limits on abortion or whether we go to nuclear war with Russia over Ukraine or what we're going to do in terms of, uh, you know, are we doing climate policies, this, that, and the other thing? Are we going to allow AI to take over our world even more that we do? Are we going to continue spending and printing money to keep people in global economic slavery, right? They don't want someone in there that's actually going to ask questions. They don't want someone in there that can actually think through these things by themselves. And what better way than to actually have someone who physically cannot think for himself unless he's hooked up to a computer that they control. That's who John Fetterman is. That's who Joe Biden is. That's why they're trying to stop him. That's why they want people that are either number one, simply going to be there because they're ambitious and will say whatever the regime wants, like Josh Shapiro, or someone that they can actually control at a cerebral level like John Fetterman. Steve, let's think about how this applies to the midterms. Or you had a comment. You can respond to Jack. Go ahead. Hang on. This is key. Because remember, and I know we'll talk about some geopolitics later in the show, geostrategic uh, initiatives are going around right now. This is about control of the Senate. They understand that these four or five seats we're defending, this is the one they thought was the, the lowest hanging fruit. Okay, they see the Senate slipping away from them in the control of the Senate right now with all the important issues the Senate deals with separate from the House. This is why it's so central. And they would go to have a man machine merger to try to have that up on stage and fool the folks in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. That's what's so shocking. And they got outed last night. This is why this thing is so much deeper and more troubling than just a normal Senate race. One, shifting the entire power of the Senate to MAGA, right? They're trying to defend it at all costs, and they would do it with a managed machine merger. They did it with a, with a essentially a cyborg. And what did they complain about today? Their first thing they came out with is that, oh, the, the uh, moderators didn't have the cyborg programmed right. Because it, it wasn't, it pointing out their lie, Owen, that it wasn't just closed caption. This is something much deeper. If you had said a year ago, or if Alex Jones had said on on this very show, that you're going to see a cyber, a man-machine merger, and the entire Senate is going to hang in the balance on one debate where he's up on stage about whether the man-machine merger actually works, they would have laughed this off as this is more crazy talk from Alex Jones. This is ridiculous. That's what you saw in Philadelphia last night. It's quite ironic. That is back to the very beginning of American liberty, that there you see what transhumanism has in store for the future of us. Well, and the incredible thing, now we now we have more of an idea of why there was that kerfuffle over the NBC interview where he needed multiple machines just to conduct the interview. And the NBC interviewer was like, this is really strange. This is odd. I'm going to report this as a news story. And they said, oh, how dare you? You're ableist. That's not the case. He's perfectly fine. But he only had one or two machines to work with him last night. He needed four or five. And we saw the results. So but let's talk about the midterms now 13 days away. I want to get uh, the opinion from Jack Posobiec and Steve Bannon, our guests here today. Is the race over? I mean, how is it not? I mean, Fetterman was such was so bad last night. No. All the polls no. are indicating no. that Oz won. I'm not telling people not to vote, but I'm just saying, I mean, where do you view the race now after last night? Look, no, 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 Owen. I mean, and this is just like 2020 all over again because they know when they don't have the candidate, what do they do? They flip the switch and they begin to fortify the elections. There was a headline from the Associated Press just today, just today, a few hours ago. 
talking about this that said, well, you know, there's times where a machine might switch your vote. There's times where there's some issues, but we're going to work on that. You got the Department of Justice under Biden putting out these statements saying, by the way, you know, these systems, these critical election infrastructure systems, they're susceptible to cyber attack. There's many issues. We've got to look forward to this. And at the end of the day, the biggest one for specifically Pennsylvania, but a lot of these states have this issue as well. The United States Supreme Court came out and put out a decision that said, hey, you can't count these ballots if they come in without dates. If they don't come out without the paperwork filled out properly, you cannot count them. The state of Pennsylvania, which is currently controlled by Democrats, including Josh Shapiro, came out and said, well, that's a nice opinion, Supreme Court, but we're not going to follow it. They're setting up a constitutional crisis for both of these elections statewide in Pennsylvania, really all the elections in Pennsylvania, for Mastriano, for Shapiro, because they've said they are going to do, they are going to include ballots, which the Supreme Court, United States Supreme Court has said are illegal. That's well, how they're going to try to well, get out of it. And that was my question is, of course, any any common sense state would not elect John Fetterman. But whether that exists or not, the voter fraud exists. I mean, how we did go. It's reported that the Republicans the Patriots there on game day, the Patriots need to show up on game day. You need to stand in line as me, as long as it takes, as many hours as it takes. Bring the water, bring your Wawa or sheets, provisions, whatever you need. Stand in line. Patriots do not step step back. Take no step back. No surrender. Well, Wawa's are shutting down now. Uh, I want to get Steve Bannon's take on the other side of this because I'm, I'm here. Here's the good news. Apparently, Republicans went from about 250 poll watchers in 2020 to 6,000 heading into the midterm election. So, I mean, they're well aware. We saw them blocking the windows at Philadelphia. We saw the ballot boxes coming in in the middle of the night. We saw the vote Viagra for Biden. He's losing all day, and then it goes straight up, and then they stop the counting. How concerned are we about that in the 2022 midterms? We ask Steve Bannon on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Alex Jones Show. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor. They fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. It's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. You know, there were other highlights from last night. The Fetterman... Uh, Senate debate obviously getting most of the attention. It's it's the balance of the Senate and just the example of the cyborg Fetterman that was such an embarrassment. But uh, Zeldin got Hochul to admit she doesn't care about crime. 
Uh, Tudor Dixon got Gretchen Whitmer to lie about school closures and lockdowns that, that received a major uh, backlash today. But Steve, let's just look at the midterms overall. Uh, how concerned are you where we stand? Because I see all of the the political momentum obviously moving in the direction of Republicans. It really has since 2016. But as in 2020, I'm afraid it's not going to be fairly represented with the votes. Uh, Steve Bannon, what are you thinking when it comes to midterms and the odds of a Republican victory against all the election fraud we know is going to exist? Look, right now we have two things. Get out the vote. Everybody's got to man the ramparts. And also you got to sign up and volunteer to be an election official, a poll worker, not just a poll watcher. It's got to be the Yunkin model in, in Virginia. Remember, Yunkin's not our guy. I know he's not an Alex Jones guy. But it showed you 100% participation by MAGA plus these uh, suburban moms. And that's why that segment you did right before I came on, on when I was watching the show about the vaccines is critically important. That's the thing nobody's talking about. It's it's the three eyes. It's 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 immigration. It's inflation. It's injections. That is what's bringing this coalition together. And we know that we're expanding the battlefield right on the votes. Now, we got to figure out how we're going to close on this and not have it stolen. But look in New England in Connecticut. There are two House seats that are totally in play right now. We could win. Why suburban Connecticut? The moms up there are furious. You add a MAGA vote to these suburban moms and dads, the parental rights thing, but particularly about the injection. They're very silent about it, but they're vocal at the school boards of what they what they don't want to have happen. Rhode Island, too. Maine, too. Two seats in New Hampshire. The Vermont Senate is two, two or three points away on the Senate seat in Vermont, Bernie Sanders' home state in New Hampshire. General Baldick's almost dead heat. The Republicans are actually coming back in with money. New York State, there are 12 to 15 House seats in play, 12 to 15 House seats. Uh, Lee Zeldin, with no money, is in a dead heat uh, with Hoka. Letitia James is two or three points behind Henry, who's had no money to spend. Uh, by the way, one of the House seats in, 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 in the Hudson Valley is the head of the DCCs, the head guy for the strategy and don't let the money. They just had to put $600,000 into his house seat. That's never happened before in history. You look at Washington State, you got a dead heat there in the Senate race. You got Joe Kent winning. You got three house seats in Oregon that MAGA candidates right now are on the cusp of winning. You got the Oregon governorship. We've expanded this battlefield all over. So what we have to do now, Owen, and that's why I think this vaccine thing, CDC gave us a gift, a political gift last week by this unanimous vote when they didn't have any debate they bring up any facts i think people are furious about this about the the children that is the secret weapon going in to build this coalition everybody in this audience particularly the alex jones Infowars audience that know the fight we've been fighting for decades against the globalists we're right on the cusp of having the opportunity to destroy the democratic party as a national political institution from school boards all the way up to the House and the Senate. And Owen, here's the big tell. Today in the Hill, the lead story this morning was about how the knives are already out internally at the White House, on the Hill. They're blaming Pelosi, Hoyer, Clyburn. The younger progressives saying these people are in their 80s. They didn't get the right uh, you know, issues. J6 never really mattered. Abortion played out. Climate change is not somebody somebody's going to vote on. It's crime. It's inflation. It's, uh, it's, it's the injection. That's what's playing on people's minds right now. They they said, and here's the number they gave, they said anything 30 seats and above in the House and any flip of the Senate, and that's why Pennsylvania is so big, that immediately all the House and Senate leadership is going to be broomed immediately and that Joe Biden, they're going to force Biden to announce 
in like 24, 48 hours, he's not running again for president because this is a repudiation of his presidency. Look, this shows so much. Number one, Owen, you know this, you can do the math. No regime could have collapsed this quickly when we had no money if they actually had 81 million votes the first time around. This proves the case more than ever. They didn't win in 2020. Okay, what we have to do now is an overwhelming show of force everywhere to converge. Own your vote, get out the vote, help get out the vote, go volunteer, phone bank, walk a precinct. And in addition, we have to close the deal. Remember, in 2020, we won, but we didn't close. And it's like in mergers and acquisitions. If you don't close the deal, it doesn't matter. The way we got to close, and we still got the problems with the machines. I understand that. And and you see the Wall Street Journal today, the op-eds or the editorial page talks about we still got problems with the mail-in ballots in in Pennsylvania. And these are going to be fights. But the way you do that, you get into the room and become a poll worker. This is 100%, Owen, within our hands to grasp. This will never come again. We have a unique opportunity to have something like 1932 or right after the Civil War when you had these massive realignments in American politics. We could blow these people out of the House and the Senate for a decade, okay? If we pick up 40 or 50 seats, that gets us up to what, 260, 270, and those guys below 150, you kill them for a generation because they're going to sit there with no power. All of your great talent's going to leave. They're not going to sit in D.C. and just be on a minority in a committee. It doesn't work like that because you have no power. This is our opportunity to destroy the groomer party, to destroy the globalist party, to back off their Wall Street and their corporate interest, and to go for it. So that's why I say everything is the next 13 days, sir. Well, and I actually want to focus on that cause in the next segment, ending what I believe is the biggest hate group and terror group in American history, the Democrat Party. But I want to get into that with you on the other side, because I know you've, you've dedicated a lot of your effort and work to that. But getting back to the, to the vote issue, we spoke in the last segment. Republicans went from about 250 poll watchers in the 2020 presidential election. They've got over 6,000 now. We have been seeing the stories about, and of course, the, the, the liberal media is, is panicked. They hate poll watchers. They don't like people watching the mail-in drop box ballots. Oh, I wonder why they don't like that. I think the answer is obvious. But do you think it's enough? I mean, how do you think it'll back the Democrats off? Do you think there'll be enough evidence to prove if they do go forward with voter fraud? I mean, there were two stories today. Ballots found in Rogue River in Oregon. Um, another one here, Georgia mail truck potentially carrying absentee ballots destroyed by fire. Is this them covering up their crimes? Is it a coincidence? I mean, so so how do you see that issue solving itself coming up here? Here's what happened in 2012. Look, in 2016, we were prepped. We were ready to go into court, into fight. We had p- people on the ground. And remember, we won just by, what, 10,000 votes in, in, in Michigan or 10,000 Wisconsin, 20,000 Michigan, 40,000 in Pennsylvania. We were able to fight any kind of uh, protest they had, right? We were able to close the deal with very thin uh, numbers. In 2020, you know, for whatever reason, they weren't prepared. And Mark Elias and these guys warned us. They told us exactly what was going to happen. They walked you through the pre- uh, the, the uh, transition integrity project. They told us how they were going to steal it with the mail-in ballots. And let's let's leave the machines off to a side for a second. We can do this because you're quoting stories right there, Owens, of people finding it now. That's why they're in meltdown with guys in Cami by the law, with the open carry in Arizona, total solid citizens. They're in meltdown. They're in federal court, even as we speak, to try to get that shut down. Why? We don't want any more 2,000 mule situation. That's why the audience, if you see it, report it. We can't wait till after the fact. 
We have to be now to report it all. And you have to be in the counting room. You have to sit around that green table and argue about every ballot. That's the way we stop it. It's not a perfect system. It worked in the Commonwealth of Virginia with Yunkin. I think it's going to work now. We get, we got to outvote the algorithm. we got to outvote the money. we got to outvote the corruption and stealing it. But with this close away, and I think with every patriot in a counting room, we can pull this off. You know, and another issue, too, with the early voting, you know, Pennsylvania, I think, has already had early voting for a week or so now. So people went and voted for Fetterman before seeing that disastrous debate. They probably regret it. That's why early voting is a problem, especially before any debates. But, you know, another thing, I understand why people do early voting. In fact, I've done early voting myself. I get it. It's it's sometimes it's more convenient for you. Sometimes it's quicker. But recall recall this fact, folks. If they know how many vote how many votes are there before election day, if somebody wanted to steal it, they'd know how many votes they need to steal it. Do you really want to give them that ammunition? It might be worth waiting an extra thirty minutes to an hour on election day to cast your ballot instead of doing it early and perhaps giving somebody some intel that they might use that day. All right, when we come back, I want to talk to Steve Bannon about dedicating his work, which I am in complete agreement with to finally eradicating this country of the cancer known as the Democrat Party. Fluoride is the enemy. It's the bad halogen to the same family as chlorine, bromide, you name it. What's the good halogen? Ladies and gentlemen, it is iodine. And we have the highest quality iodine you're going to find anywhere exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. It is X3 triiodine, the deep earth crystal iodine, and two other healthy types that help absorb it better into the cells for all cellular function and for energy and so much more. Get your X3 exclusively today at InfoWarsStore.com. It funds the InfoWar, but more importantly, it energizes your body and every cellular function. Takes about two weeks for it to kick in. A couple drops every day under the tongue. Experience X3 today, back in stock, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. X3 at InfoWarsStore.com. I am extremely honored be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know if the truth about their globalist operations is exposed, it's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Steve Bannon is with us here on The Alex Jones Show. And Steve, you have talked about dedicating a lot of your work and energy and time into eradicating this country of the cancer known as the Democrat Party. It's 
we're kindred spirits in that. I, I have also basically made a formal announcement of the same thing. My reasoning being the Democrat Party formed out of the ashes of the KKK. It was then resurrected into cultural political power with the violent terrorist of the weather underground to now be introduced as the violent communistic Democrat Party with the violence of Antifa and BLM that it is today. And with all of that history behind us, how could we not be looking to eliminate the Democrat Party as a political party from this country? You laid out how there's a path to that, specifically in these midterms. But I ask you, Steve, why would you want to dedicate so much of your work, your time, your effort into destroying the Democrat Party, despite what we've seen? It's already cost you so much. Well, number one, Owen, you bring up a great point about the weather underground. I, I come from a working class Irish Democrat family. I mean, my from you know my dad and my grandfather, everybody were because Irish came over here. We were just Democrats by birth. You didn't even, didn't even consider uh, voting for Republican. Jack Kennedy. I remember my brother says, "You know what uh, being a Democrat is?" When he walked precincts for Adley Stevenson the second time, it was just something by culture. And then the Vietnam War came up, and you saw these radicals at the universities, and particularly the Weather Underground, and they were killing police officers, and they were, you know, throwing stuff on servicemen coming back and and, and denigrating the service in Vietnam that these young men uh, had never really had had either been drafted or volunteered to went uh, to go to defend, you know, for the defense of their country, uh, what they believe was the defense of their country. And you saw what the Democrat Party did. And now it's so radical. This is why, Owen, the win in 16, I keep telling people because I had a ringside seat for that. It was totally providential. I mean, we had a plane. We had a candidate, the great, you know, greatest candidate since Reagan. We had a set of issues. Uh, we had a little bit of money, but not much, not much organization. It was self-organizing. And we had Hillary Clinton, the globalist, as the opposition. It was providential. We won. We saw what going against the administrative and deep state, what President Trump had to fight every day. Then in 20, the steal was also providential because you saw this is not your father's or grandfather's Democratic Party. We're not arguing about difference in, in kind of education policy or difference in marginal tax rates. Uh, you know, you're talking about a radical cultural Marxist. This, these people are as radical on the family side and the cultural side as Mao Zedong and the Red Guards during the Cultural Revolution or during the French Revolution. Their whole purpose is to destroy the nuclear family. And they're trying to weaponize the kids to do that, whether it's gender ideology, CRT, the mass mandates, and particularly that's what they're trying to do with the vaccines, which was your segment before, which quite brilliantly talks about the undertones of what this election's about. In addition, it's a totally globalist party now. It doesn't represent working class people. Look, we've shifted the Republican Party in less than 10 years to be a working class, working folks party. That's why African-Americans are not voting for the Democrats. The Hill newspaper has been all over that. They've had low turnout in the last couple of days uh, to support Democrats. Hispanics in the Rio Grande Valley and South Texas are now flocking to Republicans like never before. We have built a working class coalition that is not just populist, it's nationalist. It believes in the sovereignty of this country. It doesn't believe in America as an idea. It believes in America as a nation, a nation with borders, a nation with sovereignty, and most important, a nation with American citizens. And we're prepared to step up, whether the enemy is in Davos, whether the enemy is in Brussels, the city of London, Wall Street, or our nation's capital, prepared to stand up against it. And that's why the Democratic Party should go the way of the Whigs 
before the Civil War. We need to break the back of the Democratic Party, expose their funding, expose their relationship with corporations, and ultimately explain their relationship with the Chinese Communist Party and other other influence peddlers from off our shores, sir. Well, and, you know, if if God is still divinely guiding this nation and, and we pray that that's the case, then maybe this was all part of the plan. Allow the Democrats to steal the 2020 elections to show the people just how bad it really is. Allow them to show their lust, their desire for power and then what they'll do with it from the from the most sordid political, cultural aspects of the Democrat Party ideology of grooming children, calling it trans kids, calling it drag queen stripper time, to the basic economic policies and energy policies that have crippled this nation to the degree of which most people can't even believe it uh, with record inflation, record gas prices, the consumer price index, the, the producer price index. No, maybe this was all part of the plan. Yeah, let Biden and the corrupt Biden crime family get up there. Let them sniff and grope little kids when they come to the White House. Maybe America really had to see this moment, Steve, really had to live in this moment, experience this moment with their own eyes to understand what we need to do to save this country. Oh, and I think that brings us back to the beginning of the show. That's why what happened last night in Philadelphia is so important. It's ironic. It happened in the birthplace in the cradle of liberty right there near Independence Hall, right in the in the same city where where the great documents of the Declaration and the Constitution were negotiated and, 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 and signed and brought forth. that really set up ourselves as the new Jerusalem. That's what America is. America is a divinely inspired country, and we've got to get back to that. But we had to fight this battle last night for the control of the Senate, what could be the whole shooting match, which they're so in. They actually had a cyborg, a man-machine merger up there. You could see it for, for every, and they didn't pull it off. And that's what I think shocked the Democrat, the operatives in the Democratic Party. It should shock the nation. There is nothing too low that these people won't do to maintain power. That's what we're going to see in the next 13 days. I mean, Alex has warned us about false flag cyber attacks, everything. People have to be on watch. You have to be uh, focused. The next 13 days should all be about how we take this country back and we're taking back at the ballot box. We have to both show up to get the vote out uh, and we have to both show up to get it on and we have to secure it. Well, yeah, you got to have your head on a swivel. Democrats are not just going to relinquish this power um, so easily. And and, and I and, and my biggest fear is they now see the power that they truly desire at an arm's length away. I'm talking about adding a 51st, 52nd state so they can add their votes in the Electoral College, rig it that way. We're talking about amnesty so they can overwhelm the popular vote as well. I'm talking about ending the filibuster so there'll be no means of stopping them when they try to write their legislation. They see all of this right there at an arm's length. And that's why I'm afraid... Uh, the moves that they're going to make here with 13 days left till the midterms are are going to be paramount. But the, but I think people see it. I mean, I don't know about you, Steve, but in my walk of life, when I go around, when I talk to people, random people, strangers, friends, family, I, I don't know anybody that supports the Democrats right now. We're talking about lifelong liberals, even Democrat voters. And, and even they're kind of like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if I can support these guys. I think you're right. I think, look, they're so over the top what they've done in destroying the economy, what they've done geopolitically, 
right? Uh, putting unlimited arms into uh, and money into Ukraine and not really paying attention to Taiwan or the South China Sea or the rise of the Chinese Communist Party. You see what they've done to capital markets in this country, whether it's 401ks or the bond market. You see what you've done to your income. You see it across the board. But the most radical thing they've done, if everything they've done to destroy American life and, and shut, our, shut our full spectrum energy dominance, it's what they've done around the family that exposes their true cultural Marxism. Because this is what the French Revolution wanted to do. This is what Mao Zedong attempted to do to the Chinese people, to break the back of Lao Beijing, break the back of the family, and weaponize the children against the parents. You're seeing it all right now in real time, and but everybody has an opportunity to stop it. If we don't stop it now, Owen, it's over. We have one opportunity, and God has given us this opportunity, divine providence, but divine providence works through uh, human agency. And trust me, Divine Providence works through many imperfect instruments. Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones, yourself, Owen, very imperfect instruments. But he is definitely working through us, and this is why we have to deliver on November 8th. I'm starting to get that big game anticipation. I'm starting to get that big fight feel, folks. 13 days out from the midterms. And look, we're talking about the greatest country in the history of this planet offering the most freedom and prosperity than any other country in known history. And its future of survival, it all is 13 days away. That's why it's so paramount. Steve Bannon, great stuff as always. Thank you so much for joining us today. Owen, thank you so much for having me. Always an honor to work with you guys at InfoWars. And we always have Alex Jones's back. We appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much. There goes Steve Bannon. Wow, what a great hour with two great guests here as we conclude hour number two of the Alex Jones Show. We got another great guest coming up in the next hour, Greg Menino. Uh, Manorino, excuse me, going to be talking about a lot of economic issues. But ladies and gentlemen, remember, InfoWarsStore.com. Huge sales happening right now, up to 50% off top-selling, top-rated supplements at InfoWarsStore.com, like BrainForce Ultra or BrainForce Plus. The great nootropics, those are on sale. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, this is a top seller. We have a trouble keeping it in stock. It's so popular. That's on sale 50% off. Not to mention the book. You want to understand all of this? You're listening to this today and you're saying, man, this is overwhelming information. How do I get caught up? Go to InfoWarsStore.com. Get the book, The Great Reset and the War for the World by Alex Jones. The paper, uh, the, the hardback copy. You can also get the autographed version. That's how you can get up to speed on all of this that we talk about on the transmission. It's all at InfoWarsStore.com. Your support there keeps us on air. We've all heard of interventions with a family member or a friend or a co-worker that's on drugs or alcohol and is in a bad place and they need family and friends to come to their aid and talk to them and get them into rehab. Well, it's the same thing for America and the rest of the world. When it comes to critical vitamins and minerals that your body must have to live and people don't listen and they don't supplement, it's literally an intervention. I lead an incredibly stressful life. I don't claim to be Mr. Health, but if I wasn't taking products like X3 from InfoWarsStore.com, I could not continue to do what I'm doing today. The energy, the stamina, the libido, the immune system boost is incredible. And despite the fact that selling out X3 is 50% off right now exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, there's a run on iodine happening right now because of the war. We're not selling it for that. We're selling it for what it does for your immune system and your focus and clarity. Get X3 today, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com while supplies last. 